Hi, and welcome to Being Lutheran, a podcast dedicated to proclaiming the excellencies of Jesus Christ and the biblical theology expressed in the Lutheran Confessions. Today, Pastor Jason Goodham, Pastor Brett Bowe, and myself begin our discussion on the sixth petition of the Lord's Prayer. Welcome to the Being Lutheran Podcast. I am Pastor Brett Bowe, and I have with me today... Pastor Jason Goodham. And Pastor Brian Rickey. All right. Welcome back, guys. Hey, good yes, to see you. Yes, good to see everybody. We've we've avoided the uh, epic biblical weather fiasco right. that's hitting the rest of the country. Yeah. <laughs> but welcome to the Amazon forest. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, but you know, it's not 18 inches of snow in North Dakota, and we'll it's take not it. Hurricane Michael. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's true. And of course, so the listeners like kind of think back four weeks or so. Well, this is going up so. on this is going up in five days. Oh, so we're, oh. we're so normally kind of oh, welcome current. to the Amazon forest. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> here in Minneapolis, it's we're almost uh, on forty days and forty nights of rain. Right. And the uh, animals and then are starting to pair up. Built in the back, yeah. you know. <laughs> sure. go. And then people listening five years from now will be like, "What? What? What are you what guys, are you guys talking, talking about?" about? Yeah. 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 I mean, for Minnesota, had to have that much rain consecutively at this time of year is really odd. It is. I don't remember. I mean, I'm sure there has been, but I don't remember a year that's been like two weeks straight of rain, pretty much. Yeah, it's been nuts. Well, it's almost three weeks at this point. But yeah, yeah, it's been uh, interesting, especially during road construction Mm -hmm. season. But that's the way life works. Yeah, right. But that's year round, isn't it? Well, no, not (laughs) only only when it's above uh, 20 below. Yeah. Nice. So we got weather... We should talk a little sports, a little yeah. politics, and then yeah, yeah. get into some good theology. This is like a normal Maybe, news yeah. podcast. <laughs> I'm going to talk about baseball. Yes, baseball, right playoffs. Hey, yeah, right now, right. We, yeah. it's, we, have, feeling good? we have proof that God loves us and has a plan for our lives <laughs> because the Cubs and the Yankees are out yes. of the playoffs. Amen. So. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> proof oh, of God's goodness. That is his good. proper work. That's funny. Oh, funny. <laughs> so yeah. for us... You know, non-baseball fans. Mm-hmm. Who's left? Like who's, yeah. who's, who's four in the teams? Running? Four teams. We got the Dodgers versus the Brewers in the mm-hmm. National League, and we've got the Red Sox versus the Astros in the American League. Okay. Yes. And I have no moral obligation or more moral objections to any four of those teams. So oh. mm-hmm. I have to. Um, I, I have the privilege of uh, of preaching at a funeral Monday. Who's oh. he's a huge Red Sox fan. Oh. So. I'm sure he would be very happy to mm-hmm. see the Red Sox. Yeah. <laughs> Especially beat the Yankees on their home turf. Yes. That was yeah. glorious. Yes. Yeah. Good stuff. Cool. Well, well today we're talking, we're, this is the first in a, another mini series of four episodes uh, looking at uh, one of the petitions of the Lord's, I almost said Lord's Supper, Lord's Prayer. Ah, there we go. Heretic. Heretic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. No, well, that's not okay. But a- Apostate or heretic? Yeah, you know, apostate. You know. <laughs> Either one works. Exactly. It's kind of fun. Anyway, you call people heretic. Um, anyhow, yeah, we're on the sixth petition today. And uh, then we'll have a second part to that. And then Old Testament, New Testament, studies, Bible yeah. studies. Yeah. Um, so that's where we're going here. Um, so I, I think I'll just start by reading the sixth petition, and then uh, we'll go from there, like we usually do. All right, so what is the sixth petition? And lead us not into temptation. What does this mean? God indeed tempts no one, but we pray in this petition that God would guard and keep us, so that the devil, the world, and our flesh may not deceive us, nor seduce us into false belief, despair, and other great shame and vice. Though we are attacked by these things, We pray that still we may finally overcome them and gain the victory. 
Amen. Amen and amen. Amen. All right, sixth petition. We're chugging along here. Yeah, we, we, we've made some progress, some headway. You know, it's taken, this is episode 92, so it's taken wow. us 92 episodes to get this far into the catechism. We've still got three mm. parts left to go. Didn't realize we were that close uh, to 100. Yeah, we're getting, I think, I think the birthday of the Being Lutheran Conference, or Being Lutheran uh podcast is mm-hmm. on Reformation Day. Oh, I think yes. I think you're right. Two years yeah. ago was uh, October 31st. And, and so it, it, that's a little fun thing yeah. that we, we, we have Reformation, the actual day as our birthday. We were baby podcasters. We're, yeah. We're, well, at this point, we're veterans because I, mm-hmm. I think I saw statistics somewhere that the average podcast lasts less than 10 episodes. Really? So, yeah. Wow. So, so many people are doing it, mm-hmm. but but it, you know, there's a not lot of dedication and not sticking with it. It's a lot of overhead work, thankfully. Mm-hmm. You know, we each have our different jobs. Brian does the grunt mm-hmm. work with with editing it, and yes. you do the traveling yeah. to, to, to get <laughs> right. up. And, you know what? Yeah. We don't ha- have to really edit. I mean, yeah. honestly, I mean, I just coughed, so that's going to be edited out. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, but maybe I should leave it in now. But yeah, no, right. but, but really, very mm-hmm. rarely. I mean, yeah. I'm really thankful for we nail it, stick well, it. Well, it's Pros. stick it on the first. I would say that <laughs> yeah. I think that just. Honestly, because our hearts are so mm-hmm. uh, united by Christ in what we stand for and believe yeah. that yeah. there is this kind of cool flow yeah. between the three of us. And I, we were kind of talking about this before, and, and I appreciate it. It's funny because as I, as we were talking, I wasn't in on the episodes in the very beginning. But mm-hmm. even though I was reluctant, I will say that it's been a major blessing because mm-hmm. I end up being more encouraged myself, mm-hmm. I think. Um, so I think sometimes I get well, more blessed than anybody that listens. So yeah, yeah. I think this works as a therapy session for the three of yeah, us. It's I, nice I to agree. talk about it, and I look yep. forward to it. We are kind of a hot mess, aren't we? We are. <laughs> hot mess, yeah, but I mean, for me, as we look at this, and you know, we can reflect back and do a little bit of nostalgia as we set ourselves up for this. But mm-hmm. it's the content makes all the difference. Yeah. We're not generating any of this content. We're just taking what someone 500 years ago did an amazing job at doing, mm-hmm. and we're talking about it, which takes all of the pressure off of us. Can you imagine if Luther, if you'd have told this idea to him back then? Luther would have had 75 different podcasts <laughs> going. All at, I mean, right. he would have just been in the studio yeah. nonstop. Yeah. I mean, Boy, I can just that, talk that and to... people all over the world will listen. Yeah. Can you imagine that? Yeah. Hi, welcome to the 4,555th episode of, of Luther's right. podcast. Yeah, <laughs> and someone like Brian would have had to been there with the dump button, right? You know, every time Luther <laughs> oh, would have <laughs> <laughs> I yes. think I would have been there drinking a beer with him. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I didn't offend anybody. But I'm sure I did. But. No, that's, yeah. you know, it's good. And it's a way to, to spread the content. But, you know, we, we look at the catechism and yeah. it's, there's so much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I told my church when we were going through the Sunday school material that I was building off of this, I said, when I got to the small catechism or through the catechisms, I didn't want to go on to mm-hmm. the Augsburg Convention yeah. in the yeah. Apology. I wanted to just start over on the catechisms, which is what the catechisms are intended mm-hmm. to do in the first place. Yep. Well, and it's so needed. I mean, I think that all of us would agree that there is definitely a you know, how a lack of knowledge and lack yeah, of yeah, just a divergence from yeah. the purity of the gospel. And you know, we see it in every denomination. Mm-hmm. Our ours is not immune, not, not immune that to that either. I mean, there is this. It's almost it, it's hard to say, put it into words. But if you're willing to embrace the the beautiful dependency that Christ paints for those in the church, especially leaders in the church, that we really don't know anything. 
nope. in and of ourselves mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. any knowledge that we have spoken of, any knowledge that comes from the scriptures is given to us by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm working in our hearts and minds to t- yeah. transform it so that we can understand it. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because I think that in with the pride that each of us has and, and in, as infected with, a lot of times we think that we're bringing something to the table mm-hmm. yeah. when in fact we're just really good funnels. Yeah. And I think that if we can embrace that... I mean, it's a beautiful place to be just kind of mm-hmm. locked at the at the at the feet of Jesus on the cross in, in this d- beautiful dependency yeah. upon Him as as the bread of life yeah. and the power of the Holy Spirit working through our life. I just think there's a beauty in that, and I awesome. I really am so thankful for that, and I, I think that in a lot of American churches, especially. Pastors are so concerned about building their own kingdom, and they're not really building the kingdom of God. They they say they are, mm-hmm. but it's really about their book or their ministry or how many satellite churches they can plant. And mm-hmm. so I'm going off on a soapbox, but <laughs> well, this know, soapbox moment was brought to you yeah. by Ray's Coffee. I, I, had, invocation. I, had, one, I yeah. had one last last time <laughs> around. Right. And Brett, you just need to find a soapbox. We get you ranting in the I know. Like I'm just too <laughs> mild mannered. I think I need to get a little fire in my bones or something. No, yeah. dude, you're just so balanced. <laughs> you're just one of the most balanced people I've ever met. A lot of times, yeah. I'm, after you leave, I'm like, oh, I wish I could be more like Brett. Oh, <laughs> wow. Well, you're our you're our moral conscience on this uh, <laughs> podcast. I don't know about that. <laughs> He's the stable yeah. one. We're the yeah. ones flying. <laughs> but, you know, you you brought up a good point, Brian. Is a lot of times the church, and, and we do a good job pointing out, talks about biblical illiteracy. But I yeah. think maybe a bigger yeah. problem is spiritual illiteracy in the church. Hmm. We have no means in the American church of coping. Mm-hmm. with all the stuff that's happening around us. And we can use that to segue back into temptation. Sure, I was going to say, lead us not in temptation. <laughs> but, yeah. but it's we, we, we don't know how to discuss it. We don't yeah. know how to process it. And having something like a catechism, mm-hmm. which is a, a very effective and adequate distillation of the truth of Scripture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That it, it's, it's exactly what the church needs. And it's right. Luther went out, I mean, the catechism arises from his visitation circuits mm-hmm. where he, he not only realized that the the uh, people in Germany were spiritually literate, but the pastors were too. Oh, I know. And, and his response was the catechism. And right. unfortunately, that hasn't changed. Yeah. You know, yep. and it says right here that our flesh may not be deceived mm-hmm. or deceive us, uh, nor seduce us into false belief, despair, mm-hmm. and other great shame and vice. And yeah. that absolutely applies. And I really thought about Ephesians 4. And you see this journey, you know, Paul begins by talking about walking in a manner worthy of the calling and patience and humility and, you know, and and it moves on to show us what Christ has provided for his church. And then that journey, that destination that we all seek is unity and spiritual maturity. And we're not tossed to and fro by every wind mm-hmm. and every human cunning and craftiness and deceitful schemes. And that's the heart of this petition mm-hmm. is that, that the church uh, is walking um, after Christ, following Christ in a way that leads to unity and spiritual maturity, mm-hmm. and that is needed. And honestly, fighting against temptation is going to be one of the key aspects of that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I agree. Hmm. Yeah, and so, you know, I, I guess I've always wrestled with the, it, it just seems like a, a funny way for the Lord to say, lead us not into temptation, or that's maybe not the way we usually talk to each other mm-hmm. in the Christian in Christian circles, we maybe say let's let's avoid temptation. Um, I don't know. Do you guys think there's any significance to how that is worded by 
the Lord and then picked up by Luther? I think the lead, and maybe that's why I went off on this dependency thing, mm-hmm. that's part of it. I think that just understanding that we are absolutely and totally dependent upon Christ mm-hmm. in every way, shape, and form. Right. So if we're by, being by led... Like, by saying avoid, it's putting the onus more on us to yeah. do the, the work of... What are we know, led by? Yeah. And a lot of times we were led by our careers, we were led by our schedule. Sometimes we mm-hmm. actually worship our kids more than we worship Christ, mm-hmm. where we actually put their schedule as more important than, than our, our time of family worship and our time of worship within yeah. the church. And so all of those things. And sure. so I think there's this beautiful dependency, I think that I believe is what the Lord's trying to point out here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When we would remember too that the, 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 the running theme through the petitions of the Lord prayer, Lord's prayer is that we are reminding ourselves what God is already doing. Mm-hmm. You know, you start with the first petition, God's name is already holy without mm-hmm. our help. God's uh, kingdom comes without our help. Amen. God, uh, God's will is done without our help. Mm-hmm. God is providing daily bread for the good and the wicked uh, apart from, you know, anything else because he's doing it. And, and then the last cycle, petition five, God is forgiving. That's mm-hmm. what he is already doing because it's his nature. In this case, it's interesting. God is already not leading us into mm-hmm. temptation. It's a, another reminder of what he is doing, or in this case, what he isn't doing. God indeed mm-hmm. tempts no one. Yeah, right. And and so it's the, the prayer is there for the Christian life and for comfort. Mm-hmm. And we're immediately reminded that God is not tempting us, that mm-hmm. it is in, not in God's nature to bring us to the edge of our faith just to see how we do. Mm-hmm. That that that's right. You know, not what it is. God doesn't tempt. Sometimes He tests. As you say, testing is different than and we, tempting. And we make that yep. qualification, but it's not. God isn't doing it to see if we fail. Mm-hmm. You know, He He's not being malicious or capricious in that way. Mm-hmm. And, and that's our starting point with this petition: is God indeed tempts no one? Yeah, right. Yeah, and that's so good. And and you know, Luther really nails down. Who is to blame for temptation? You know, and yes. and that's a that three threefold: the devil, the world, our flesh. flesh. Yeah, that's a really helpful. I was going to say earlier, the catechism often provides furniture for us to hang stuff on. Oh, or, I love or to, that. Yeah. Um, just kind of like a structure of yeah. to understand the Christian life, and so. I don't know, when you face temptations, you can say, you know, who's doing the tempting here? Well, and oftentimes it's all yeah. three, remember? Yeah, right, you the know, mixture. The unholy mm-hmm. trinity. The unholy yep. Well, and it's, you know, we look at, the, I've always thought the placement of this was so interesting because mm-hmm. we've already prayed for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. normally it, our, our pious American Christian hmm. selves would would pray this would be the first of the three help, petitions. Help me avoid temptation. Me avoid well, temptation. It, it, it kind of reminds me as Jesus in the Gospels as he healed uh, a person and, and just said, go and sin no more, that yeah, something worse right. may not happen to you. Yeah. You know, it's, that's an interesting thing. Well, and it's, and it's an acknowledgement of the reality that we live in. Yeah. Is this, is, this petition focuses on, focuses on one of Luther's great truths, and that's the simul. Mm-hmm. That we are mm. simultaneously yes. justified, righteous, and we're simultaneously sinners. Mm-hmm. 100%, 100%. 100%, 100%. We you math have. whizzes out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go for it. It's, it's like when, a, when an athlete says, I'm going to give 150%. It's yeah. not like that. Right. Uh, but but we are, and we have reminded ourselves with the fifth petition already, we're forgiven. Mm-hmm. We, we have the forgiveness of sins. It's a certainty. It is wrapped up in the completed work of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. on the cross in mm-hmm. our place. Mm-hmm. But right now, we are all still mm-hmm. sinners. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
you know, and 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 so it, it's it's this acknowledgement that it, you're not being tempted because you're less of a Christian than someone who doesn't struggle in that area. That mm-hmm. that's American Christianity at its ugliest and worst. Mm-hmm. You're you're not being tempted because you're less of a Christian or less pious than the person in front of you or next to you or behind you in the pews at church on Sunday. You're being tempted because you have a sinful nature. And mm-hmm. we remember that the nature of justification isn't that our sin has been eliminated. Yeah. It's that it's not being counted against us. Mm-hmm. And so that 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 sinful nature is always carried with us until we die or until Mm -hmm. Christ returns. We're always doing battle against that sinful nature, which highlights then the activity of the Christian at any given Mm -hmm. time is repentance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, It's really embracing that statement in Colossians that the the, the law, the record of wrongs have been nailed to the cross, Mm -hmm. disarming Mm -hmm. uh, that aspect of it. And so now the law and the freedom of Christ is our gentle teacher, molding us and shaping us, you know, into whom the Lord has called us to be as an act of worship. And Luther has this line in the large catechism. He says, we stand today, mm-hmm. but tomorrow we fall. We, mm. we, we never yeah. are able to, in yep. the Christian life, base present success. And yep. I do that in quotes yep. uh, on, on, you know, as an indicator of future success. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the Dwight Moody quote. As, but for the grace of yeah, God. Yeah, there, but for the grace of yep. God go I. That's always us. And, and again, as we think about temptation, as we think about the nature mm-hmm. uh, of being a Christian, simultaneously just, simultaneously sinful, we remember that avoidance of sin is never, ever victory over sin. Mm-hmm. Absence of sin is that, never victory that's over good. sin. Yeah, I wanted to touch on that. You know, that, that was the last part of the, what does this mean? Mm-hmm. It, that we may overcome them and gain the victory. I think we need to flesh out what that the the key there you 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 started one word too late. Uh, we may finally, <laughs> finally <okay>. overcome <laughs> them and gain them. This is this is a prayer that God would sustain our faith to the end. Yeah, that the overcoming sin and in the the victory over sin first happens on the cross, mm-hmm. but then happens. Uh, well, when we come to faith, but then mm-hmm. happens at the end of our life or at the end of yep. time. Yep, that's when it happens. Right. So we can see little. Little V victories along the way, which are also, praise God, his working in us. Well, uh, but at the end of the day, we might have times where we fall or where, yeah, we, where we sin. We will have times when we fall. If you don't, so. then you're a hypocrite. Yeah, yeah right. You know? yeah. And those transformations, those victories that we have within this life during as part of our sanctification are only um, elements and aspects of glorifying God mm-hmm. and his righteousness at work within us. It's not, it should never be like, oh, look what I did, you know, or, mm-hmm. or like, look how good I am. I'm, right. Because we didn't do it. Yep. I mean, well, really, I mean, we were blessed to participate <laughs> in this wonderful transformation, but it's totally and entirely mm-hmm. the work of the Holy Spirit and the righteousness of Christ through the word of yeah. God transforming us. And sure. So anytime we kind of think that we're a little bit nicer or better than someone <laughs> else, oh. Man, we're taking credit for something that really isn't ours. It's, it's the idolatry. love of Christ. It yeah. is. It really is. And, you know, as we call ourselves Christians, the name of Christ, it's really the first and second commandment that we're we're going after right there. Mm-hmm. And it's really, if we could understand that more, I think that's where humility then comes in again. Mm-hmm. We go back to that dependency. Yep. Lord, lead us. And we, lead yep. us in everything. Yeah. We have another one of those tense moments that happens so often in Lutheran theology. On the one hand, we want 
our, our, we want ourselves, we want our loved ones, we want the members of our churches mm-hmm. to resist temptation. Mm-hmm. We want them to succeed at that. We want them to get stronger in the things that they struggle with. Mm-hmm. But we would recognize at the same time that even if any of us successfully rooted out a bad, sinful habit, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we're not any less sinful than we were at the beginning of the day, mm-hmm. because we're sinners. That's not the nature of sin. And so we have this, you know, we we want people to work on their willpower. We want people to live active, pious, holy mm-hmm. lives. But we need to do that in such a way that we don't begin to think we're earning credit mm-hmm. or brownie yeah. points yeah. before God. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Hmm. Yes. Amen to that. <laughs> yeah. We Conversation are not climbing killing. Jacob's no, ladder. No. <laughs> you know, I, I was I was visiting with some guys yesterday, and and we were kind of talking about this, and I was describing how one verse was especially crushing to me earlier in my Christian life, and one of the, one of the guys said, "Well, what has changed since then? Why aren't you especially crushed by that now?" And I said, "Well, it's I think it's I recognize now more quickly that." I, I need God's grace, and it's it's all of His grace. Whereas before, I think I was putting too much emphasis on. I was emphasizing what I was doing on your performance, on my performance, yep. rather than on what God had done for me. Performance for Christianity me. is one of the most awful things mm-hmm. ever. But it's it's again, it's that idolatry of self, that addiction to self that we have. Is even in hearing the gospel preached and the forgiveness of sins, our response to that great glorious grace we receive from God is that we want to go and earn it. We want to go demonstrate it sticks. And and you have all these various theologies that that have talk about this committed, victorious Christian life. (laughs) Versus the carnal Christian. Yeah, yeah, or the backslider or or nonsense like that. And it even speaks to our motives. You know, one is all about me. The other one is all about the Lord. Mm -hmm. It's just really getting our eyes off of ourselves in every single area of our life. Mm -hmm. Which is why the focus here... On the Christian life as we've gone from forgiveness now mm-hmm. to temptation. It feels yeah. like we're working our way backwards. The focus is on repentance. Amen. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, right. coming back to that constantly. Repentance and faith. R- repentance and faith. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. Confession and repentance for a salvation without regret. Mm-hmm. Amen. Mm. Amen. Well, should we wrap up this episode at this time? No. <laughs> this will be a 90 minute episode. Yeah, the, the, the format of the episode podcast has changed. <laughs> We're now going to go to. That would oh, be kind of funny if we had like a 70 minute. Just dropped one. Yeah, right. <laughs> if we pick all of the hot topics uh, that we feel passionately about, I think oh, it'd be easy to yeah, do that. I'm sure. sure. Yep. But I do have a longer portion of scripture to end with today, but I think it's worth reading. And it comes from Ephesians chapter 4, beginning in verse 11. And he, Jesus, gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers to equip the saints for the work of the ministry, for building up the body of Christ until we all attain to the unity of faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood, to the measure and stature of the fullness of Christ, so that we may no longer be children tossed to and fro by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by human cunning, by craftiness in deceitful schemes, rather speaking the truth in love, We are to grow up in every way into him who is the head into Christ, from whom the whole body is joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped. When each part is working properly, it makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please look us up on the web at beinglutheran.com. Also, invite a friend to check us out on iTunes. Please join us next week as Pastor Jason 
Pastor Brett and myself continue our discussion on the sixth petition of the Lord's Prayer. God bless you and have a great day.